Loretta Lynn is someone that I have personally respected in the country music field for many years. She is now 87 years of age, same age as my radio influence, Charles Osgood. But she made some news recently with some comments about country music that she shared on Martina McBride's podcast. And when I heard about this and had read about it, I thought, I think I need to take a look at this just a little bit. And I wanted to hear her entire interview with Martina to kind of have a better understanding of where she's coming to, where she's coming from. So we're going to do just that inside the inside the opinion rather of Loretta Lynn. We're going to take a look at that on the other side of this break. I invite you when you're on Facebook to take advantage of my online bookstore. It's called Terry's Bookstore at Amazon West. And I have for sale online all five books that I've written. They're both in both in paperback and in ebook form. Stadium of Royal Memories was the first one, Tales from the Road to Christmas. Climbing the Faith Ladder, A Few Random Thoughts, and my latest, Ramblings from the Radio. My bookend features are Ramblings from the Radio and A Stadium of Royal Memories. The price range of these books is between $10 and $20. I've got them available for you at Amazon.com. I invite you to stop by my bookstore, click on the book title that you want, You'll be taken next to the Amazon order page, or you can order it online. Please take advantage of this. I've got a bunch of books. I worked very, very hard over a two-year time frame to put these books together. They're all easy reads, and I think you'll have a lot of fun taking the opportunity to read these particular books. All five are available, again, in paperback form as well as an e-book. They are at Terry's Bookstore at Amazon West. They are also at my author page, Amazon.com slash author slash Terry Runyon. Please take advantage of these. And I think you'll find something you'll enjoy. You'll be glad you did. There are some of you that are a part of the audience that listens to this podcast that may not know who in the world I'm talking about when I mention Loretta Lynn. Well, I'm going to do something about that right now. I'm going to introduce you to Loretta Lynn by using by, by using the signature song of hers. She literally is coal, just a second here, she literally is a coal miner's daughter, and this is a biography in song. Here is Loretta with Coal Miner's Daughter. When I was born to coal miner's daughter, in a cabin. 
song it is it was also made into a book and also a movie the movie starred Sissy Spacek and Tommy Lee Jones as Loretta and her husband Mooney Loretta Lynn recently paid a visit to Martina McBride's podcast and had, and had some interesting opinions to share on country music in general. I heard a little bit of it from her Facebook page, I believe. I want to hear this straight through and then kind of give my response a little bit. I'm not a country singer by any stretch of the imagination, but I do like music, and I may not see things the same way she does, but we'll see what happens as we hear from Loretta Lynn. Trying to say, it's Loretta Lynn. 
and she's at it again, but this time, not in a song like The Pill, Fist City, Wings Upon Your Horn. This time, she expressed her concerns about the current state of country music. Loretta Lynn was recently interviewed by Martina McBride. I'm going to try to get another source. I think it might be a little easier to do that. Let me see what I can do here. Here we go, Martina McBride podcast with Loretta Lynn herself. Let me see what I can find here. Just a second. That other audio wasn't quite what I had in mind. We're going to try this again. As soon as it buffers. Eighty-seven years of age. We'll try it again here with another. Let's try it again. See what we can. Lynn was recently interviewed by Martina McBride on McBride's podcast, known as the Vocal Point, where the two engaged in conversation about the current state of country music. And this is where Loretta got a little fired up and talked about how she's not happy. She she's mad about where we are uh, currently in the genre, and that she thinks country music is dead. This is what she had to say to Martina McBride during that interview. She says, they've already let it die. I think it's dead. I think it's a shame. I think it's a shame to let a type of music die. I don't care what any kind of music it is. Rock, country, whatever. I think it's a shame to let it die, and I'm here to start feeding it. Now, Loretta says she is here to start feeding it, but in my opinion, we may hear something coming from her again about the current state of this genre. Um, Like I said before, she is not afraid to express herself, and this is something that she is not very happy about. This genre is near and dear to her heart, obviously. She has been in the game for a very long time, and where we are right now in country music is is upsetting to her and getting back to the interview like i said she is mad but she continues with martina mcbride and she tells her she's mad because it's ridiculous i'm not happy at all i think they're completely losing it and i think that's a sad situation because we should never let country music die i think that every type of music should be saved and country is one of the greatest it's been around as far as i'm concerned longer than any of it now this is not the first time Loretta has shared her thoughts about this topic. Back in her biography, uh, she wrote a little bit about this before, and this is what she said back then. She said, some of these new country singers aren't really country. I think some of them should be singing pop music and leave country alone. So with that, let us know your thoughts down below in the comments. The legendary Miss Loretta Lynn has spoken. We now know where she stands. We want to know where you guys stand. And in my opinion, there there is a little bit of truth to this. I feel like a lot of the traditional country music artists nowadays seem to get a bit overshadowed. You know, they're not as played. They're not played as much on the radio. Um, Sometimes it might be a little harder to to come across them or or find them on platforms. And uh, they just don't really get that push that they truly deserve for keeping the roots within the music that we love so much, country music. So again, let us know what you guys think. That will be it for today's video. Make sure you hit that subscribe button down at the bottom. 
Well, I'm going to stop at that point and, <clears throat> excuse me, kind of share my opinion a little bit. And it's going to take a little while to get as far as I'm wanting to be able to go. In some ways, I think that Loretta is absolutely right. And it's from this particular standpoint, and I will share this with you as kind of a local person's look at it. There used to be a station. The station was out of Topeka, and I discovered the station originally between 2005 and 2006. The station was Country Legends 106.9. And I could count on them to play the legends of country music. They would play Loretta Lynn, of course. They would play Johnny Cash. They would play Conway Twitty with and without Loretta. <clears throat> they would also play my musical heroes, the Oak Ridge Boys. And for a while, 106.9 also... Was, count, was counted on especially by me to sponsor a lot of the country concerts that came to Topeka, especially the Oak Ridge Boys at the Topeka Performing Arts Center. In 2005, I had a night to remember meeting the Oak Ridge Boys for the first time. And in 2009, I had started a friendship with a lot of the gang that was working at 106.9 at the time. Chris Fisher was a morning disc jockey. Lonnie Novak was as well. Lonnie, in fact, was a two-time guest of my former show. The one that I'm highlighting the most is the one where she joined me to help me remember Roy Clark when he passed away two years ago. And there were some other people at 106.9 that... I had gotten acquainted with, and more often than not, I would see them at Topeka Performing Arts Center. Now this, I was able to do this from around 2005 through 2013. I didn't go in 12, they weren't in town in 12, but they were in town in 11. And I still have friendships with a lot of the folks that were a part of 1069, of course, on Facebook right now, most especially Lonnie. But after 2013, something happened. Unfortunately, 1069 changed their format. They weren't just strictly legends anymore. They were playing just strictly, they were playing a little more of today's. <clears throat> And I didn't really notice this until I paid a 2015 visit to the Performing Arts Center again. The Oak Ridge Boys were headlining yet another Christmas show at that time. And I thought I was going to be able to see 1069's folks, but unfortunately, they weren't, they weren't there. To my surprise, they did not sponsor this particular show. And since then, I had taken a look around 
the radio, both on the AM and the FM side. And there really wasn't anybody in either Kansas City or Topeka, those are the two markets I would, whose radio stations I've listened to the most, that played the older country music. KFKF, of course, Dale Carter, another former guest on the old show, is the programming director and morning disc jockey over there. And a lot of the playlists that they have, they're combining legends with the newer country. But unfortunately for those that were fans of Johnny Cash, Loretta Land, the Oak Ridge Boys, etc., you don't hear them as much. Unless, of course, in Dale's case, he plays them at 40 minutes past the hour three times during his show. From the standpoint of the type of country music that Loretta Lynn sang and a lot of the folks from that era sang too, it's very sad to say this, but unfortunately, Loretta's right. They don't get to play anymore. Is that type of music dead? I would say no. And the reason why I would say no is a twofold local reason. In 1996, I had discovered the Kansas Old Time Fiddlers, Pickers, and Singers organization. And I was a member of that group for 15 years. And they specialized in the older country. And I really, it was a lot of fun to, to be a part of that group. I got into where I enjoyed singing and playing guitar. And we did a lot of vocals and instrumentals during the shows that we had. The group is still going on, but they don't have as many chapters as they used to have. And part of the reason why they don't is because the folks that had established that organization have unfortunately passed on. There are still some that are here, and they're still playing. But at the same time as I had been a part of the Fiddlers, Pickers, and Singers, I had gotten involved originally around, and I'm thinking of the year at this point, around 2003-2004, I had taken part in acoustic jam sessions. And these jam sessions are set up to where there is a circle of chairs, you bring your instrument or instruments into the chairs, into the group. And it's a round robin around the circle. You take your turn when it's your turn, or if you don't want to, don't feel like you have a song ready to go, you pass. And in the jam sessions that I've taken part in and have eventually hosted since then, I have not passed. I've done, my, I've done the best I could to try to keep the music alive and moving. The older country, I really believe, is still around. It's just harder to find than it used to be. I hosted a jam session. I Actually, I've hosted jams in two churches already. One in KCK, the other in Shawnee. I had three different times hosting in KCK. 
but it really didn't draw very well. We went from 14 people to 17 to maybe 9 to 3 and then basically no more. But I brought the jams to Shawnee in 2007 and proud I am to say we had much, much better turnouts. We have fallen on hard times, though, in recent years. We would have no more than maybe 10 or 11 people, and that's in the circle and out over the course of an evening. But the music that we've played would very definitely be described as classic. You've had gospel, you've had country, some rock and roll was thrown in, and we've had some very interesting instruments join us from players that played different instruments join us from time to time and the jams were very well attended from 2007 through really for the most part 2018 it was a good turnout for all of them unfortunately ran across some hard times and I'm not going to mention any more about my hard times in 2019. I will, however, mention a jam that I'm bringing to Gladstone, Missouri this coming Saturday night. We are going to have another jam. I do not know how many people we're going to have. I've had some, I've had some maybes, I've had some yeses, I've had some noes. But the one thing I will promise you is this. If you are looking for some classic music to be sung, maybe you're not going to hear it as much on the radio as you used to. But I make you this promise. You're going to hear it from me. And I'll even go so far. There we go. It's ready. I'll even go so far as to share with you the song I'm going to lead off with Saturday night. And while I tell you about a place I know Down in Tennessee where the tall corn grows Hidden from the world in a bunch of pines well, The moon's a little bashful and it seldom shines Civilized people live there alright But they all go native on a Saturday night The music is a fiddle and a cracked guitar They get the kicks from an old fruit jar they do a boogie to an old square dance where the moon, the moons are, not moons are full of couples looking for romance. They shuffle and they scuffle the broad daylight, but they all go native on a Saturday night. Cause they're gonna be a funeral if you start a fight Somebody take the broken and knock out the light But they all go native on a Saturday night 
Well, now you've heard a story about a place I know Down in Tennessee where the tall corn grows Hidden from the world in a bunch of pines The moon's a little bashful and it seldom shines Civilized people live there all night But they all go native on a Saturday night As far as country radio is concerned, I will meet Loretta Lynn halfway. I would say as far as country radio is concerned, perhaps the country music we know is dead. Maybe it just needs a revival. I don't know. But as far as the music is concerned, sometimes you need to just find, you need to just look up and look around. Because it is out there somewhere. If you happen to be in the Gladstone, Missouri area this coming Saturday night, join us at Fabian United Methodist Church and you will find it there. I will promise you that. At least as the host of the jam, I will promise you that. So, come if you can. And Loretta, maybe, maybe you are right. But I'm still a country fan, and I'm hoping for better things to happen as far as country music is concerned. A look ahead tomorrow night is up next. The New Directions Podcast now has a Facebook page, and I invite you the next time you're on Facebook to stop by and take a look at it. It's the New Directions Podcast at RKC70. I have posted show sources all over the page, and I also have a section of people that this podcast will be following. may end up featuring them on future editions of this show. So whenever you get a moment, whenever you're on Facebook again, please stop by the New Directions podcast at RKC70, and I think you're going to like what you, what you see there. A few months back when I first started this podcast, one of my early subjects was Gordon Ramsay being in Kansas City for the opening of his steakhouse here in town. We talked about the menu that was offered. We talked about the price. And ever since then, a new source that I'm going to be debuting and also having a commercial for tomorrow night, 435 Kansas City, had a review of Gordon Ramsay's steakhouse somebody who had eaten there plus viewers response I will be getting from the the internet site for this very same magazine so I'll have the original review for Gordon Ramsay Steakhouse from 435 Kansas City and then a response from the KansasCityMag.com which is the web address for this magazine talking about viewers response to that particular review so 
Put your steak on for tomorrow night. Join me tomorrow for the New Directions podcast. Speaking as a fan of the legendary country, sometimes, and I noticed this with me, and of course, the song I like so well called Elvira, sometimes after a while, you've sung the song so many different ways yourself, you've seen it sung so many ways, you discover You know the song before the words even come up on the screen. When you get to that point, sometimes, maybe possibly, you want something fresher. I don't know whether that's the case or not with a lot of people. That might have been the case with the radio stations. The demand changes from time to time. Sometimes, though, when you come across new music... The new music talks about the same thing as some of the old songs do too, which is life and the things that you run into in your life from time to time. And I found myself listening to this song, this is going to be our Get Us Out of Here song for tonight, that I can kind of understand what the the person feels like after a certain point in his life. He does hold on and things to the things that he believed in a long time ago. Maybe the taste in music changes, but beliefs don't always. Country music is still around. It is not, in my view, in general, it's not dead by any stretch of the imagination. It's just sometimes where you find it. But Loretta, you've been in it longer than I have, and I think you have a point from where you're coming from, and I see exactly where you're coming from. And on that note, that's going to wind things up for the Monday edition of the New Directions podcast. Thank you for being with me as always. I will see you on the radio tomorrow night when we talk about the steakhouse that Gordon Ramsay has. Until then, Dirks, get us out of here, would you?
Oh. 